Hey, welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm Amanda, and I'm here with Pastor Michael. And today we are answering a set of questions. We've been doing a little bit of a micro series with the celebrity pastor questions, which is Yay. great. Um, I know you love answering them. They're my favorite. Today right. is what if my pastor becomes a celebrity? <laughs> what if my pastor becomes a celebrity? Okay. We want to know. Tell me what to do. Let, let's let's set a foundation. I I feel confident. Uh, we're going to go ninety six percent. It's a really official number. Uh, I've been preaching for twenty years, so I feel like if somehow I was going to be the next Billy Graham or Erwin Lutzer. I don't know. I feel like something would happen. Your moment would have already. My gut tells me that. So um, I think anyway, so that's a whole different scenario. Like if you come to village church, there's open seats. There's (laughs) open seats. And uh, there's never a line to talk to you. Things uh, are getting really real. right? (laughs) It's true. It's true. Um, So let me ask you a question. Uh, Mm -hmm. I want you to imagine that all of a sudden village church grows to 5,000 people by the next two years. What do you do? Okay, honestly, that's like yeah. kind of a nightmare for me, yeah. a personal nightmare coming from like a background where I had gone to a church that has celebrity celebrity pastor. I can't mm-hmm. say these words, um, but I feel like those were some of the questions that kind of fueled like where we were going and what yep. church we are going to yeah. um, put our roots down in. And so we had asked um, the elders like, hey, where do you guys see yourself going as you grow? Yep. And they were all like, you know, we want to grow small. If we hit certain numbers, like we want to plant new churches. Yep. And so it wasn't going to be all like just, you know, all the focus is on Michael. And yep, how do we sure. get more of them out to the people in this area? You more know, Michael, more, more Michael, more Michael. How do Michael. we project that out, yep. you know, and sustain his image? And it yep. was not like that at all. He yep. was like, OK, so then we need another church. Yep. We need another pastor. Mm-hmm. And I love that because then the, it's not about the person. It's about what the Holy Spirit is doing in this area. Yep, for sure. Yeah, it's the, the hardest part is that sometimes you cannot control it and it can just happen. So, for example, if we want to start another church, which we were trying, we were beginning that process right before COVID hit. Well, we already had. We already Carol's, had one. Yep, right, in Carol's Carol's stream. stream. And so we're looking to go out to Elgin or past this that or West the, Dundee yep, or something over that plant. direction. And, and um, but like COVID just blew it all up, you know? Yeah. So like if a church grows by a thousand people a year and you can't actually send them off quick enough and raise up leaders quick enough. This, this actually happens. And so I don't envy that church growth is excruciating. I mean, people, if your church is declining or just kind of manage, people have this pastors often have this desire to like grow. Yeah. Growth well, you're is trying exhausting. to, sus- okay. So there's a sustaining, like yeah. you want to sustain yep. versus grow, like grow exponentially. Those are different I'm things. I'm there's a misunderstanding of what the experience is of leading a church through significant growth. It is crushing. Mm-hmm. It is exhausting. People do not get it. They don't understand it until you're in it. And all the guys who go through it, they're like, that was way harder than we ever thought it would be Mm. and so again uh, i have three big pieces like categories that i want to talk about and the first has to do with the elders Uh, so the elders need 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 to be very engaged with the pastor if he is starting to become a celebrity so for example uh, you might have a guy who when he preaches every time a hundred or 200 people come to faith in Christ and, and you, sometimes you just can't stop it. Some people have these really once in a generation gifts and to be an elder board, to try to figure out how to steward this really well um, is really challenging, but the elder board, they need to be engaged. 
They need to make sure that this guy has a strong relationship with the Lord. His body is taken care of. Uh, they need to make sure him and his wife are incredibly healthy, that the children have all of the time that they need, and that he really does, if he's going to continue to be a pastor at this church, he is caring for this church, the flock of God that God has put before him to minister and serve. That's That itself can be a pretty pretty big job. But if I'm you, okay, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden your pastor becomes a celebrity, it's really just funny to think about. <laughs> there are lines of people. Say, you're a pastor. Yeah, I remember, you. Yeah, yeah. You're going you're gonna to want to sit down with our elders and say, I want details. Like, mm -hmm. I want to know how it's going. Now, thankfully, like you knew me back, back when, right? Yes. And so you should continually have access to that person if you were with them when it was smaller. Um, but it's it's a really hard job for a group of elders to kind of navigate through. And so for sure. um, you want to make sure that as a group of elders, you're stewarding the fruit well. Like I imagine being John Piper's elders, this normal church in Minneapolis, mm -hmm. and he starts preaching and all of a sudden he goes viral and people, this is back in the day of cassettes. And they're like, we want that, those sermons. And so they had to start distributing cassettes all over the world. How do you steward that? Those are yeah. once in a generation moments where you want to make sure you do it well and mm -hmm. and so the elders have a huge job every pastor every person needs to be under authority particularly of elders who are strong and love him are honest they're not yes men but they're just good men who love this pastor and they want to support him and so that's mm -hmm. i think that's a really big one the first category is is get to know the elders and make sure that you know that you know now your circumstance that you came from this is personal for you yeah because you couldn't get clarity on what was happening yeah uh who or did who, you sit down with were you did you sound pastors elders all of the above i actually there was no there was no um there was no chance that i was going to be able to sit down with anybody even close yeah to the pastor um the best that i got was emails yep um, I would get a response a couple weeks later mm -hmm. and they would say like, I just want to let you know mm -hmm. that like, I know this pastor and he's not anything what you've been hearing. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then I got a card that said, we miss you. Mm -hmm. And it was like typed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, mm -hmm. this is so painful. Why am I here? You know, like you yeah. don't know me. You actually don't know me, Yeah, right. you know? And that part was hard. And, and I know some people like this works for their introverted selves, but um, <laughs> they can go to church yeah. and not be seen and go home and be okay yeah. with that. I'm just going to say this, that it, it's healthy for everybody to be known yeah. in their church. Um, and so I think that that part of it became more and more clear that I was like, I don't, yeah. not even seeing the people that know me and mm. love me and can encourage me and I can't encourage them and they're yeah. going through a hard thing and who knows what service they were at. Yep. So there are special difficulties, I think, that yep. um, you have to be willing to take on. And like I said, maybe some people are cut out for that. Yep. I know a lot of people that are not yep. and a lot of people that were hurt by it. So Absolutely. So, I mean, you have this this first category of elders. Very important. Mm -hmm. That's your front line right. of, of protection. And number two is uh, just a warning to people because oftentimes when somebody grows in their, we'll just say influence, jealousy is a very real thing and and we have as americans we have an automatic disdain for people that we know who become celebrities it's an mm. interesting kind of thing uh it's a lot easier when we don't know them uh, mm. we have a much better view of people that we don't know oh and, isn't uh, that so true it is very true but it, but when you know the person you're like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute. all these people are clamoring and singing their praise 
he's actually an idiot. He's actually you know? a normal he's person. He's just a goofy dude. Who, you know, and, <laughs> and, um, and so that's a real dynamic. But I, there's a warning here because, again, every once in a while, God raises up somebody and he gives them a unique ability to make a really big difference, to bear a lot of spiritual fruit in ways that other people aren't. And we want to make sure that if that happens, we're not, we're not complaining about something God is doing. Um, now, if this is all manipulation and different things like that, that's a whole different category. But I, again, we keep coming back to this guy, but like, I think of like having Billy Graham in your church. What do you do if you're Billy Graham's pastor? Yeah. Do you put that under a bushel? No. <laughs> right. Right. But I do love the idea of bringing other voices into the pulpit totally. that you trust. You can hear that they have wisdom. Mm-hmm. And when I have an issue, a problem, like I have somebody trusted that I can go to yeah, no doubt. and I'm not only like, oh no, I need to talk to Pastor Michael because yeah. I know he just preached on this and yeah. you know. Amen. This is where as a as somebody's influence grows. It is really, really smart to diversify the pulpit and bring more voices into that hmm. so that the whole thing doesn't hinge on the person. Because at the, the end flock, of the day, the flock's care. The church yeah. has to transcend a person. Unless yeah. that person is Jesus, should not transcend him. But right. your pastor, like if the whole thing is built on his preaching, well, what happens when he dies? He's disqualified, he's fired, the Lord calls him somewhere else, you know? Devastation. It's devastation. Mm-hmm. And so there is a there's a lot of responsibility. So there's the elders, there's just a warning. Be careful because the Lord might be doing something and the elders got to figure out how to navigate, not navigate that. And then, and then here's just a last word, which is for most people, if we're being honest, they're jealous. And I, I, again, like I look at celebrities and and I'm just like, ah, there's not a part of me that wants to do what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I am exhausted thinking about their life. I don't know if the money is worth it. I've never made that much money. So I don't know if it's worth it, but I look at their life and their children. I hear the stories and I'm like, Oh, that sounds very, that's a pace that's very, very hard to sustain. Yep. Yes. And my wife and I don't run at a slow pace and I look at theirs and I'm right. exhausted. Just being a regular pastor. Right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> just I know. being a regular pastor. It's exhausting. You can just be stretched really thin. You can very quickly. Yeah. And so, but it's interesting how many pastors are just plain jealous mm. and they're frustrated and they look at them and they're like, why can't I? And it's like, just I'll come back to this warning that I gave a minute ago. The Lord just sometimes plucks out people and they're once in a generation gifts and they do really big things and that's okay. Sometimes, you know, somebody, they're a writer and uh, the Lord just bears fruit that they're writing. And so do you want them to write more and have a greater influence for the kingdom mm-hmm. as long as they're not arrogant? For sure. You know, yeah. those are the challenges of, of we're yeah, just trying to lead through all of that. So I would look at somebody and say, if my pastor becomes a celebrity, I would say, talk to the elders. Check your heart, you know, really look and see what the Lord's doing there. Uh, Follow the spirit and the stuff and just make sure there's not like a spirit of jealousy there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, just because you know somebody who did something stupid doesn't mean this person's going to do something stupid. Yeah. The the spirit of hurt too is a whole other thing, right? That's a whole nother issue, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's, that's like PT. It's like poking at a wall. It's a real thing. Yeah. So um, anyways, I think there's a higher chance of you becoming a celebrity at this (laughs) point. You're going to become the voice of please uh, no something. I don't know. It's going to be great though. So for next time, we're going to be answering the related question to this series. Is it okay if I do not have a relationship with my pastor? 